Hey, welcome to another episode of the Kiwi Asian Podcast. Uh, I'm Jonathan, and we have Celeste, Kira, Michael, Yo. and Gayu with us as well. Hello. Cool. So we decided today we're going to talk about pet peeves. Uh, uh. Who wants to start? Michael looks like he has a lot, a lot to say already. <laughs> uh, Alright, Michael, just... how about you go? I was just going to make a comment. And we have Caillou today, who is surprisingly still with us after <laughs> all these episodes of controversial opinions. You need you need someone like me to have a good conversation, man. Yeah, it's the stirrer. Yeah. yeah. Okay, good so, combos, man. Okay, so Mike, you start. Um, I think I think a lot of people know this about me. I I really need to be clean. So I guess one pet peeve I have is. If I don't go to bed clean, so obviously I shower at night. Um, if I've gone out, then I make sure that I have at-home clothes or clean clothes <laughs> if I'm ever going on my bed. But usually, say after work, I would never touch my bed until I've showered that day. Wow. Mm. Is that not touching it or like... Like, not sitting on it, obviously, but is that even completely not touching it at all? Did, did I stutter? Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Wow. <laughs> wow, Mike. But, um, yeah, would and, you, would and you check other people. Clothes? Would you check your outside clothes onto your bed? No. Okay. Yeah. No, I so wouldn't. Then... The purpose. Including other people, as if anyone comes into your bed anyway. Well, sometimes oh, family, yeah. they come in and they sit on my bed. I'm like, <laughs> oh, can you not sit on my bed? <laughs> it sound like a lot of people come over. <laughs> Got a big camera. Uh, I, I refuse to comment on that. <laughs> Wait, okay. So if you have a set of at-home clothes, and then you get home, say, midday, and you change into your at-home clothes without showering, would you go into your bed then? No, because I am not clean. Okay, so you and your clothes need to be like fresh clean, so like yeah. untouched. Yeah. So how, how how far does this go? So if you get changed and you go downstairs, is that still considered as clean? Yeah, if I'm at home all day, then I, I don't mind lying on my bed and sitting on my bed and things like that. Yeah. But if... I've gone out in clothes that I've worn at the home, and then I come back. Then until I refresh or change my clothes and shower, I will avoid like like putting my feet on the bed or lying on the bed or sitting on the bed. Then how about if you're like say your living area? Obviously, your family uses it, or hmm. whoever you live with uses it as well, and they sit around with their outside clothes, <laughs> and then you go sit on it with your at-home clothes, then how do you feel about lying on your bed with that? I choose not to think too hard about this because <laughs> I do get quite OCD. <laughs> and then I get, I might, I might go too far into the obsessive compulsive area. So do you need to wash your pajamas every day then? Nah, because that's what I wear to bed. Right, right, right. Yeah. But what if, let's say you took a shower and somehow you have to go outside. So you wore your outside stuff. Then do you need to come home and shower again before you can sleep? So there, there have been times where I have to really think this through. <laughs> if I pick up people from the airport and it's late at night or I drop them off early in the morning 
and it's like 2 a.m., 3 a.m. And if I've already gone to bed and I wake up, then depending on my mood, I might change into pure outside clothes, like clean clothes, go outside with, say, like a hoodie, so my hair is not in massive contact with, <laughs> say, my car seat or things <laughs> of the outside world. And then I... When I get back home from being outside, I change back into brand new clean clothes and then I go to bed. There have been times where I do do that. So what you're saying is you can't actually tolerate it? If the mood or the time calls for it, then yes. But it's very infrequent. Yeah, it, mm. just sounds, it just sounds like you just need to, it just sounds like you just need to grow up. Bro. Well, no, I'm curious. Like, is, that, is, that not no, like, is it not normal to not, for you guys to not be on your bed? Like with say your day clothes or like your work clothes, yeah. Because um, like because like I... I've always been taught by my parents to like keep my bed like clean at least, you know, generally clean. Maybe not as as to that extent, but generally. Yeah, I think I am probably more on the same line as you, J Child. Like I wouldn't go on my bed with outside clothes, um, in like. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, but then if I did it for whatever reason, I wouldn't be super kind of OCD about it. Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. wouldn't be like anxious about it. <laughs> so what yeah. I'm hearing from you guys is that you guys don't put in like you guys don't put your clothes on the bed, like a pile of clothing. No. I put, put... at home clothes on my bed. So where do you put your like your not not dirty but like the stuff you're warden? Put, put it back in my cupboard. Well, I have and a... I kind of separate them. Dang. Coat hanger. Yeah, you see. Same I, coat hanger. <laughs> I think, I think it's just, well, not now, but when I was in, when I was growing up, I think all my, my sort of stuff would just chuck into the bed, and then when I go to sleep, my bed, my my clothes would just chuck back into the computer chair. Oh yeah, the classic so then, chair. Yeah. <laughs> so then it doesn't really like the, it doesn't really concern me like when I sleep. And outside clothes and stuff. Yeah, mm. I'd I'd rather sleep on my floor. Wow. Than, <laughs> like if I really need a rest, I just lie on my floor, what in the... outside clothes. What the heck? Oh, yeah, I, I... <laughs> or, or or like a couch. Nah, a couch is too far, <laughs> and too public. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds a bit annoying, eh? All right, we should just move on from this. <laughs> wow. <laughs> It's like triggering me. Like... But do you have any good? Do you have any stories about this one? Or because it sounds like you're quite, quite, um, quite a strong, uh, you have quite a strong opinion on this. So, there was one time, and I don't know if it's true because my mate told the story about what he did to my bed, and I was like, it, it almost in my head <laughs> ruined the relationship. <laughs> And I was about and that just sounds and, weird. <laughs> and I was about to physically confront him <laughs> because he said he put like his dirty ass feet on my bed. And I was just like for a split second I was about to just end him. Wow. <laughs> end him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sounds sounds mm-hmm. a bit too extra, so yeah, I guess that's why it's your pet peeve, right? It's like something that I guess mildly annoy most people, but then like really annoy you. <laughs> I think, especially in my family, people know that I'm very particular about 
having my bed clean. Mm. Mm. It's funny how you said you're a clean person, but you didn't even clean your own dishes. Yeah, I put them in the sink and they're clean the next day. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, right. Just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay, we should move on. Ew, right. I know you have a giant list of pet peeves. Uh, what? Me? Uh, it's it only a life list because I, I was Googling it. Um, and I was like, oh, like, I love the match apply to me. So I'm like, oh, yeah. So that, that's why my list is pretty big. Um, but one of the bigger ones that sort of annoys me is when people are usually like people who are just always late. Oh, and and I think, worst. and I think that's not as bad until they make me late as well. <laughs> so like I think a classic example is like going to the movies and I know, uh, my, and I, I know Michael like that I've pisses, got a blacklist of people man <laughs> I know that pisses Michael off a lot um, yeah it's just like when when like we already set a time to watch the movies and stuff <laughs> and then that one person is like oh no you don't need to watch the trailer man it's like stupid like you know and then it just makes me late because we have to wait for we, we need to wait for them to give the ticket and stuff so, I feel yeah. like I'm on this blacklist. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't say you, but, <laughs> but yes, you are. <laughs> Have you noticed that we haven't watched a movie together in a while? So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'll say, I'll say that's probably one of the bigger ones because I'm genuinely like uh, pretty on time, or at least I try to be. So, um, yeah, mm. I think, I think I get a bit upset when people are late, um, just because mm. I feel like, uh, um, like it's not respecting my time. Mm, yeah, uh, I think I think that's probably what annoys me most is, is like you, you're valuing yourself above other people. Mm. So what's like an acceptable like time frame, like the uh, grace time? That I mean, there is no grace time. If you're late, you're late. But um, <laughs> okay. but, but I the think grace just... time is we gave you a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the great the grace time is five minutes before the. <laughs> But but no, I think it's it's more about I think it's more about the attitude. Like you can tell mm. when people are just genuinely late. Like no matter how much you say, they're always gonna be late. And I think that's what pisses me off. Like if you're one off late because of things, I don't normally speak up about it. Yeah. It's um mm-hmm. yeah. But but we we're just talking about how uh, we we said we'll do the podcast at three thirty and <laughs> so they showed up at three thirty-four. So, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I second. I totally second this pet peeve. And along the lines of grace, I think if you're consistently late mm. and you're not communicating that you're going to be late, that that for me is the you're you're just a late person and you're not being very respectful of mm. time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I don't see why people are late. Like if if you're constantly late, then there must be a reason why. But then you should actually talk about how hey, I can't make it at this time. Can we change the time instead, rather than anything? If yeah. that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Fair enough. It's a little. It's one of those things I feel that you don't really notice the impact until it happens to you. Like. If you're in a group of friends and you're and there's only and you're the one person who's always late, you might not be aware enough, socially aware enough to to realize that you you you're that guy. If you know what I mean? Oh girl. Are you girl? <laughs> Are you defending yourself? <laughs> oh no. I, I I know I know when I'm when I'm always late. Oh, you're pretty good. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sometimes good. 
Mm-hmm. How about when people are like fashionably late to say, obviously movies uh, actually oh, have a start time, yeah. but then say it's like a, just like a barbecue or something mm. that's not, you know, not as fixed time. Then that pisses me off even more. Because <laughs> it's like... It's, it's like, like, look at me, I am late. Welcome me into <laughs> yeah. the party. Yeah, it's like, no, because I've heard about this. Like, people are like, oh, there's no point going in so early because the party hasn't started. But then the the party starts when the host says the time starts. So, mm. yeah, it's like, it doesn't start because it's more convenient for yourself. So, yeah. But are you, yeah. are you trying to reason it, mm. Celeste? No, I'm just thinking, like, like to what extent does this lateness annoy you mm. like to what sort of because like movies i can understand like there's a fixed start time mm. whereas like certain things there's no i mean there is a start time but it's not as like you know nothing's mm. gonna you're not really gonna miss a lot like as in the person that's attending yeah. you know like if someone else doesn't show up on time to a party when it's a big party like it's not really going to affect you that much yeah like hugely yeah i, I guess, guess you just have to change your perspective of the relationship you have with this person right mm. <laughs> if they're not gonna value your time together by showing up late without valid reason so let's make sure that's clear there is no yeah. legitimate reason that they're late and then they're just like oh yeah it's cool if i'm late well it's cool if we're not that close as friends then i guess <laughs> <laughs> wow <laughs> okay <laughs> so what about you, Jay Chow? Do you have anything? Um, I guess one of the ones that kind of stands out to me is when people don't put in effort to try to improve at the things that they do. Mm. Uh, when they go like, "Oh, nah, like this is this is just me," um, yeah. or like if there if there's something that they that they've taken responsibility for and they know that they're at a certain level and they could do better or they could be learning how to do it better but then they just stay at that level because like nah that like that th- th- this is this is just how i do it and mm. they don't try it's just based on whether they sign like they signed up for the thing or not so what i'm uh, saying is if you're assigned a, a, a responsibility that's different to you owning up to a responsibility right yeah i guess hmm. yeah if you're assigned to do something then maybe yeah you don't have that passion to want to grow at it yeah but then I feel like maybe you could just talk about it and say, hey, you know, this isn't really the thing that I, I, I'm super interested in. So I, I can fill in the gap. But then like you, you could you could you should try to find someone else because I'm not going to keep doing this uh, at, at like well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's especially if someone signs up for something or if this is like their job or their role or their responsibility and they know it can be done better, but they just can't be bothered. Mm. That really mm. annoys me. So are they failing to meet a competent level or are they just passing? They're just passing. Mm. So like and so like a big one for me is like when I'm at work and or when I used to be at work and oh, yeah, yeah. uh yeah, like there's 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 like some new tech. So I used to do software. So there's some new tech and someone's uh, and, and uh, as a company or as, as a team, we've decided we're going to do this. And then someone's just like, okay, I'll just copy paste stuff until it works instead of actually learning it. Mm. So it's more of a mentality thing. Yeah. I think yeah, thinking like more about it, it's just kind of not having that uh, desire to grow or to learn, to just stay at the level that they're currently at. 
Mm. Mm. I think that's that's a pretty big one there. Uh, just because uh, I think I think it's also about just their attitude towards. I think it's, it's usually a lot more annoying when you are very passionate about that one thing, mm. and then when someone is like in your team and they don't put in the same effort, then I think yeah, that's what annoys you, right? Yeah. Mm. What if they're passionate in other areas and they strive and seek to improve? In those areas, rather than the ones that you have in common. Yeah, I guess I guess that's fine. But I I think it's kind of like your lateness thing, uh, or Gaius lateness thing, where like you can just see that this is just the attitude that some people mm. have, um, across all things. Right. Um. Because mm. yeah, what you just said, Michael. Like you don't have time to get good at everything that you do. You have to pick. But then at least you're still growing in some ways. It's those mm. people who just completely lack any sense of, hey, I, 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 I should be improving, I should be moving forward, and that really kind of grinds my gears. Yeah, mm. I, I get that, especially as a teacher, you, you want students to improve to the best or the, to their maximum potential, but mm. then there's also things where you, you just need to be content with your level as well. Because I yeah. think if you're continually seeking to pr- improve, then there's almost like this pressure that yeah. you, there's something better. And and in some cases there is, or there are, um, things that you can improve on. But that is really tiring. True. What I've, what I've noticed. Hmm. If yeah. you're always, and I guess I, I'm a bit guilty of this, if you're always critiquing something, then it's just tiring until it's perfected and then some things can't reach perfection. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay. No, I guess there is like a limit to how far you can do that, uh, how far you can go. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What about you, Celeste? Um, I guess since you guys all talked about like fairly deep stuff, <laughs> um, I'll pick one like, that's... Like a clean bed. <laughs> well... I don't know. I feel like, okay, I feel like my pet peeves, they don't, like, they're pet peeves for me, but they don't, it, it just sounds like the ones that you guys have chosen really, really, really annoy you guys. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, but um, one that I'll talk about now, I guess it's when people, like, when you're in a friend group and everyone knows each other, you know, about the same level, um, and you have an event, but people just choose not to show up depending on who's going and who's not. Oh. Like that really annoys me because mm. to me, it's like, what do the rest of the friend group, it's like, it's like not important to you or <laughs> like you don't, you just don't want to hang out with the rest of the people in the friend group and you just mm. want to hang out with like that one or two people that is going mm. or is not going mm-hmm. um, and that affects your position. Like I think it should be more one based on what you're doing so if you actually just don't want to do that activity then i think i can understand that i think that's fine um but if you're not going because people other people in the group is not going that annoys me quite a bit do that still happen nowadays yeah i would say so i think i think i can imagine it happening but what Mm -hmm. i think is there any is there any kind of romantic subtext no. Oh, so everyone okay. is like, 
plat- platonic friends. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking in that context. I guess if it's more like, say, there's like uh, two or three couples going, and you're the only single one, and you decide not to go because of that. I don't think. I don't think <laughs> if you want to do the activity, I don't think you you should need to do that because you're invited same like as equally as the rest of the people in the group. Yeah, but if you choose not to show up because of that, then I think that's more like okay, yeah. It's sketchy. I think, no, I think I think that's the question. I think I think that's a uh, like personally, I I would agree up to the couple part only because, um, and I think that goes to my pet peeve of like couple PDAing. Mm. Yeah. Like and I and and do you know what I mean? Like of that of of like it's okay to third wheel. Like I find it per- perfectly okay to third wheel, mm-hmm. but. Mm. If that couple was like hard out PD, like hard out PDA, then it just yeah. then then I think that's what pisses me. Like that what that's what annoys me. Yeah, yeah. it's like excluding the third or the the other person. Or other yeah. I think it depends on the activity as well, right? Mm. You're not gonna invite a third wheel to something that can rock climbing. <laughs> well, you don't have to be in pairs. You need someone to. What's oh, the yeah, word? Yeah, yeah. You need someone yeah, to Yeah, I guess so. But it's not too bad, actually, to go as threes for rock climbing. Yeah, three, oh. three man rock climbing yeah. is fine. Mm. But okay. if you're going to an activity that's more romantic, then inviting someone outside of your couple doesn't make sense. Oh, so for That sure. would be the logic, right? For sure. But if yeah. the activity just so happens that the couples are invited and there's a few single people, or one single person even, then... Based off the activity, that should be where your decision lies, not, oh, I am yeah. the third, mm. fifth, seventh, ninth, eleventh yeah. <laughs> wheel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if it's like, like we're going to the beach and you just don't like going to the beach, then I completely understand that. Like, nothing against yeah, yeah. that. But, <laughs> but if you're like, oh, no, nah, I don't want to go because guy you not going then like that really annoys me whoa <laughs> uh, well guy example. you would feel pretty pretty <laughs> happy <laughs> yeah but yeah yeah i, I, I agree with it, that i i i do um agree with guy you though like it really depends on how the couples interact at that yeah. too like take your yeah. beach example right if you go in odd numbers and then like people <laughs> and all the couples are like yeah putting on sunscreen for each other except for you yeah <laughs> so, you're yeah. just there by yourself now right <laughs> then I guess in that case, like it's it's the separate the the couple's responsibility to not make you feel excluded because it's yeah. obviously not a double date or whatever yeah. if they invited yeah. Yeah. someone someone else. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Then we can talk mm. about my PDA uh, pet peeves then. Oh yeah, go. What is yeah. it? What's your level of how far is too far for PDA? Uh, well, I don't think it's more about like a particular action, like of. of that makes sense. So it's not so much on the action, but I think it's the mindset. Like, if you're if you're just like or lovey dovey, and you literally like, it's just pretty much you two against the whole world. <laughs> then I think that stuff really pisses me off. Like yeah. you don't like. Um, one thing I don't like is when when um, like let's say you can. It's, it's quite evident. Like if it's a couple hanging out in a group, and then it's just the two of them doing the only thing, and then. Everyone else is trying to get into a group. This is I don't really like that. Like mm. being exclusive in a group setting. Yeah. 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 And I mm. think that that makes it even harder when it's like a, in Celeste's case, where it's a, 
there's one single person, for example, and you you make it even harder for them to feel fitted in. Mm. Yeah. So, but I mean, the the couples I know, in general, they don't really have a lot of physical um, display of uh, what do you call it attraction? Not not attraction. Affection, affection. Yeah, affection. Yeah. So I think I think like we're quite okay in that sense, but I think it's the 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 mentality towards it is what gets me quite annoying. I think with because we're all at the same church and we do have quite a few common friends, mm. the couples that we know are very inclusive. What I've found, mm. Mm. and mm. so I can't imagine myself as a single person avoiding an activity because. I am the only single person mm. there, or one yeah. of the few. Yeah. Mm. I will, however, just not go because I don't feel like going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for you, it's more of the activity. It's either activity or if I'm just feeling antisocial, if I just mm. don't want to hang out with a big group. Yeah. I think the big group would deter me more than there's only couples there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Hey, but Celeste, in your in your scenario though, is it do people normally say it? Like, would they say, "Oh, I'm not going because X, Y, and Z is not going"? Um, I don't think anyone would openly say that, but it's just like, say, you know, person A goes, "Nah, I'm not gonna come tonight," and you know, without any reason. And then you just see like people following. Oh yeah, I'm not coming to. Oh, yeah, I'm not coming to. Like that. Things like that. So it's like. Yeah, yeah. That that's sort of what I'm thinking of. Just be, just be the reason why people want to show up. Problem solved. <laughs> <Easy>. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just, just be the cool kid. But you know what I'm talking about, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. All of a sudden now they're like, "Oh no, I'm busy." Yeah. Yeah, that that is a bit annoying. Especially, I think it's it's more annoying for the person who organized the event. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because yeah, it's mm. like all these effort getting put in, and then all of a sudden people are not going because like other people aren't going. It's faking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's a bit annoying, I guess. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mike, do you have any any other ones? Um, I was thinking about this, and this will sound pretty horrible, because I know how it sounds to other people, <laughs> but people who are super optimistic. Like, as if nothing could get them down. And this would be more meeting new people. If they just are super friendly, super optimistic, most of the time loud, it really mm. puts me off from being friends or talking to them. Mm. It's just kind of overwhelming for me. Mm. Do you think it's fake or why? Like, I guess off the bat, if it's someone I haven't met before, it does come off a little bit fake especially as adults um mm. i think being aware of and i guess to just as a disclaimer i have been labeled as a pessimist or someone who is more pessimistic in nature so just knowing what happens in other people's lives around the world um people that we know in our own circles or our own bubbles mm. life isn't perfect mm. and so when you see someone who's just like super super happy or joyful it th it kind of puts me off just a little bit because it's hard mm. to see 
how real they are sometimes mm. and it, it might take a while I, and I have got exceptions to this so I have a few close friends who are very loud and happy and cheerful I've got a few colleagues like that I think teachers tend to especially young uh, primary school teachers they they have that personality within them Mm. And so it's not that every one of my friends is a sad sack and <laughs> <laughs> just like a negative Nancy, so to speak, but mm. it's just a bit more challenging for me to know them and who they truly are. I suppose your key here is the overly, overly friendly and overly positive, right? Because mm. mm. like just generally positive people are easier to be around, I think. Yeah. But I'm, I'm assuming it goes the other way as well, right? If someone is overly negative, you would mm. would that also be a PP for you? Or are you... <laughs> I mean, if you just see that they're dead on the inside, you, you can't really communicate very well with people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So does that mean... Because where would you draw that line then? Because like, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that if someone was positive, that, that, that would make you feel good. What do you mean? Oh, positive, so like, like just their personality. Like, yeah, if the person was positive, because you said overly, right? So, so kind of, for someone was just generally positive, like that, it would, it would feel good. I'm guessing to hang out, hang out with them, and to spend time with them. But then I'm guessing it sounds like, at a certain point, it becomes too much, and it goes the other way. Hmm. Uh. It's just a, just a gut instinct. <laughs> this guy's too happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, um, I have one, but I think this is this is the turning point, turning point four for the podcast, and I think we we might potentially even lose some listeners. Uh, Bold statement. Let's go. Uh, but and I think it's it's quite interesting because we have two different genders, um, here. Uh, what about <laughs> right, pers- in, right into the <laughs> personal personal grooming in public? So, like for example, I think, like, I think one one big one for me would be like doing makeup in public, like doing a touch up off their own makeup and stuff like that. Does that sort of annoy you or? That's a pet peeve for you. Is that a question or do you mean that's a pet peeve for you? That's sort of a pet peeve for me. So if I see someone who's after, uh, like for example, after, I don't know, like after a meal, then they'll like touch, like just put on lipsticks and like do some At the table. At the table. So they don't go to the bathroom. Yes, yes. So going to the bathroom for me will be fine. Yeah, yeah. But on the table where everyone else is. Why does that annoy you? Oh, so why doesn't that annoy you? <laughs> well, I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, it doesn't annoy me. Oh, okay. So, is, so is maybe... it a hygiene thing? Because I'm I'm seeing it from a hygiene thing. <laughs> hygiene thing, I think is also, I don't know. I I personally just find it. I'm like, if you have to like, it's, it's perfect. Like, I'm, I have nothing against like makeup and stuff, but like, if if you have to do it, then why don't you just excuse yourself and just do it in the bathroom? But it's just putting on lip balm. It's something that you're no, able not, to do l- at the table. Balm, I don't like, think he means lips. lip balm. No, definitely like not lipstick. lip balm. Like lipsticks and like some. I've seen people like who like powder their face in the in the dining table table and stuff. Yeah, but then aren't they just in front of their own dishes and cutlery and stuff? Yeah, no, at a restaurant. I I don't think I don't think it's a hygiene thing for me. Eh? I think it's just okay. Maybe it's just me there. Okay. <laughs> I think it is just you. Okay, I, I can understand, but I wouldn't be bothered. Oh, okay. Mm. It, is it because it makes you feel like that person is 
a bit vain? No, I don't. No? I think it's, it's more... just the act of putting on makeup at a table. Yeah. Huh. Like, yeah, I'm like, I don't really need to see that. Um, it's like, I mean, I, pre- I appreciate people putting on makeup and stuff, but you can just <laughs> excuse yourself if you need a touch up or whatever, so. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I interesting. hope I'm not offending. <laughs> I'm not offending any female listeners here. Or the male <laughs> listeners who do put on makeup at the table. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about eating, something less controversial. Um, one of my pet peeves, I guess, is when people eat loudly or like with their mouth open, and it's like, especially when it's like really unnecessary. Like, say, if you're eating noodles, soup, or something, then and you just have to slur it, then that's okay. But sometimes people like grab a bowl of rice and still slurp, like use their chopsticks to like slurp the rice up, and that really annoys me. Like Goku, slurp. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never watched Goku, so. Do, do you slurp? How do you slurp rice? I think exactly. No, <laughs> no, no, no. As someone who likes the rice very so- uh, saucy, uh... Uh, I think I can sort of understand how you can slurp it up. But not like I, I don't I don't think it would be a very dramatic thing though, would it? Oh, it can be. <laughs> and, uh, I can I can yeah. imagine someone sitting next to Celeste and she's he- eating at a table, and then Celeste is slurping like some soup noodles or something, and then the guys or the person next to her is also eating soup noodles, <laughs> but he's like <laughs> chewing them really loudly, not slurping, <laughs> just like <laughs> munching down, open mouth. Like a like a speaker. Yeah, <laughs> I won't move just... if I'm able to. <laughs> so you don't like the sound, or yeah, like well, the this sound. Is a hygiene I... thing. No, I always I always take hygiene. a hygiene. I think it's the sound, and I feel like that's like to me it's basic table manners, and that's like you just don't do that stuff then. Cultural <laughs> thing, eh? Like Hong Kong people, it's not a thing in Hong Kong. So like, if you grew up there. Or you have family who grew up there, like they don't realize they're doing it. And Ooh. funny thing is, I didn't realize I was doing it until there was this one time at work, and someone told me that I was like I wasn't chewing with my mouth closed. <laughs> and, and then once once they told me that, that was that was when I started noticing it in like everyone. Like if they yeah. never mentioned it to me, it would never have bothered me. But then they told me about me doing it, and now I notice everyone else who's doing that. In a way, they ruined it for me. <laughs> Do people actually chew with the mouth open? Yeah. 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 Maybe you start noticing that now. Yeah, it's an Asian thing. Do I do that? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Then I if you're don't. Asian, there's I mean, a chance that you do it without realizing it. If okay. you don't know, then I probably don't do it. <laughs> we I just mean, generalize the Asian race, <laughs> but okay. So is it the sound that annoys you, or the it's the, the, the sound. The sound, the visual, and like to me, that's like a mannerism thing. Mm. Yeah. Well, if there's a very hot guy who does it, <laughs> then he's gonna not look not hot to me hot. anymore. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I think. Um, oh, oh, yeah, you go. Oh, I was gonna say along the same kind of lines with food. Do you like if there's some shared, um cooking thing so i'm thinking of like a coffee machine right if it's something that's shared at carry uh which is where i go to school uh, uh tertiary school there's a shared coffee machine that everyone can use and if someone doesn't clean up after using it that is oh just the worst thing you go there and then the steamer the steaming wand 
It's like just caked in dried milk. Oh yes. And it's like, oh, yeah. oh why? Yeah. To me, that's like basic basic etiquette as well that you just clean up after yourself. Yeah. Yeah, Mike. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what about? I, I will. I will defend myself. I, I clean up after myself much more outside of my house. Whether that's a good or bad thing, at least I clean up after myself in some way or form. Yeah, I think it's better because um, at least you're presenting yourself well in public. Yeah, I think mm, if, I don't know if, I, if I do get my own house, my own place, then that would definitely become more of a habit. Yeah, yeah. I have, I, I actually have two more that I'm like quite keen to cover, but one is a minor one, which okay. goes along the line of, I don't know if it's Hong Kong or whatever, but when people like shake their legs mm. oh, I do that oh, I do that yeah. so much yeah does that does that annoy you or is it just me because I was taught that as it doesn't look good it annoys me when we're on the same bench or the same chair <laughs> or when, when like you shaking affects other people that really annoys me yeah but visually you guys are okay with it okay maybe I, don't like, I, I don't no, like I heard, it but yeah. yeah I heard there's a superstition around it Oh really? Where oh, you're shaking yeah. your money out of your pocket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That so that's that's why some people right. tell others to stop shaking their legs. Oh, maybe that's mm. how I was taught not to do it. Oh. <laughs> so it might be an Asian thing then, yeah. Um, and this one is I thought might be quite interesting. People who recline their airplane seats without warning. <laughs> well, what? But what are you what supposed to do? Say? Like turn around and be like. No. Hey, you... dude, I'm gonna. <laughs> okay, so you're definitely one of those guys. Who doesn't... No, no. Wait, wait, wait. So, so if I'm on a plane and I want to move my seat, well, first thing I, I, I almost never move down my seat because I know it's annoying. Yeah. But if I do, I'll do it very slowly and gently. So, like people, you know, so it doesn't like, like... get shocked. Yeah. So you like recline a little bit every like half an hour. <laughs> no. So every time to go move... into a toilet, you like just move a like back slowly. <laughs> I think if you're on like the second to last row and so the, the guy, yeah. so like the guy, the person behind you can't move, can't recline back as well, uh, okay. like they're fixed, then I would really, I would try my best not to recline. Mm. <laughs> but then if it's like in any other, like any other rows, then those chairs are meant to be reclined. Wait, so do you guys <laughs> all recline your seats? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't gone on a plane in so long. I think I don't recline it just because I don't want to get into people's bubbles. And I think because I get really annoyed when the person in front of me rec- uh, recline. Yeah. It's it's because when they recline, it moves the TV screen like yeah. way close to your face. And yeah. now it's just super uncomfortable to watch anything. Yeah. 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 You recline as well. <laughs> Yeah, and oh. it's like a domino effect. The whole plane just reclines. <laughs> but, then, but then that goes to the last person then. Then, la- then the last person can recline. Then it goes back uh, to your... last two people. <laughs> well, technically, does, yeah. According to... Then the, then the last two people can't do it. Then what about the third the third role now? Like the third to last role? Yeah, this is why you go business class. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah see, I think I, I feel like if you don't recline to start with, then, then it's like problem solved. Let's take one for the team. Yeah. Um, I don't yeah. know. Be the be the person who stops the chain. Yeah. I guess yeah. so. But but then again, like those chairs are meant to be reclined. <laughs> like otherwise, just don't put that function on. 
We all know Celeste is one of those recliners. For sure, man. It's so uncomfortable. You, you <laughs> the have... economy, like super basic economy class that I sit yeah. in. Do you, do you warn people? <laughs> um, uh, not generally. I mean, I don't go excessively. Like if, if the chair to me reclines way too far back, then I just don't go that far back. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Luckily, we don't need to travel together. So it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shall we end with a question? Yeah. Um, so what do you think you subconsciously do that will annoy people? I know mine that a lot of people that has, like, has sort of told me off on is that when I feel it is unnecessarily, unnecessary to signal when I'm driving, then I don't <laughs> <laughs> so your pit like, the people that get annoyed with you that's their because pit you're breaking the law <laughs> no i mean sometimes it's just like like there's only one way to go <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like what we talked about like if it's at a traffic light that you can only turn right um, then why do you signal? Like, that's the only way people are going to go. <laughs> oh, you mean like two lanes straight and then one lane that's like, you can only turn right. Hmm. Then then that's okay, then signal. No, then then, signal no I think you, you sort of do it so that whoever's... Like, because you know how sometimes you don't really know if it's only a right turn until you're quite, quite close? Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people can't see the, the, the little sign on the floor. Yeah. No, but Celeste is talking more about like T-junctions where yeah. you just can't go straight. Uh, but yeah. then you have to then you have to because if it's a T you either turn left or right yeah no like so this, <laughs> this traffic light that I'm thinking of or like the scenario that I'm thinking of you can only turn right like okay. that's the one way that you go <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and but you normally, don't signal but normally, I don't signal, signal. <laughs> and people get annoyed at me at, at that I know but yeah I mean yeah. I get it like, I, I, I can see your rationale for signaling, but at the same time, I'm like, but why? <laughs> what, would, what would make you signal more in these situations? Is anything going to make you do that? When there's someone next to me that has the pet peeve. Okay. But just to clear out, you normally signal, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I usually do. Yeah, yeah. That's good. Unless I feel it's unnecessary. <laughs> Like like that example. Yeah. There's like other like, there's the? like other examples, but that's one example. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I just want to clear your names out there, just making sure that people are not gonna <laughs> bring out the stereotype of like Asian drivers and stuff. Yeah, true. <laughs> this, true. Uh, it's only it's only if she can't, she she doesn't do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's one of yours, um, like? Um, I I think I do this a lot. Even to myself, I I criticize a lot, a heck of a lot. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I guess recently in quarantine, Dan has been cooking, so my younger brother. So helps out mom, cooks a meal every now and then. And I'm just trying to help him get better at cooking, man. <laughs> I'm just giving him some pointers. <laughs> I'm just giving him tips of where he can improve. Do you sandwich constructive, it? Constructive criticism, yeah, right? Yeah, constructively, or? I'm just like, ah, oh, you could probably do this next time. And he's like, oh, why don't, why aren't you just thankful that I'm cooking? I'm like, okay. But do you, then, do you cook though? 
Like, I've you helped about? like once or twice. Yeah, see, I, I think that's probably what pisses him off is, is that yeah. when you don't do much and you you like speak up about it. <laughs> but Just yeah, trying I, to share some knowledge. Do you? Yeah, like like what Celeste said. Do you sandwich it? Like, do you say a few good things first and then you add in the the feedback you want to give? And no, the... because he should know what's good about his dish. Oh my goodness, oh. man! I think, so, yeah, I think it happens like, in sports. Sandwich well. it as in like you can say like, "Oh, thanks for cooking." At least, like, be appreciative about that. That's like part of a sandwich, I think. Not just... Hey, thanks for cooking. You know, you could do this better this way. By the way, you look great. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah, but what if? What if he needs to improve enough that it impacts the quality of the dish where it's not a great meal? No, I think I think <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like the issue isn't the fact that you're giving a feedback. Mm. I think it's the the issue is the way you present it. Probably, but yeah. we're family, so we're quite blunt with each other. Mm. <laughs> okay, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. I guess so. Um, I think my one would be, I think Jay Chow has mentioned it many times, is when I add a lot of S's. <laughs> I, I've been keeping I... track of every time it's <laughs> happened in this podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe one day you can do like a, like a collab of like all the S's I've added. Do <laughs> you have some examples? Um, I don't. Sheeps. <laughs> yeah, sheeps. Yeah, sheeps. Like, I, I just tend to add s's and words that um that don't actually need it uh-huh um i mean personally i i feel like it's more of a as <laughs> a language barrier kind of thing you know like i just can't help it so i'm still learning as i go um but i guess on the bright side i know that i'm not the only one that does this <laughs> 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 Our pastor's not gonna listen to this, so it's fine. <laughs> but apparently, he's like directly the opposite to me. Like he, 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 like removed the s's to everything. So <laughs> yeah, you're just taking back all the s's he's dropped. Yeah, exactly. So. That's all good. Yeah, you're yeah. still balanced in this world. It's not like people cannot understand you because of this. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair point. But um, I think it goes back to Jay Chow's original point of like if you can't do it why don't you just do like try to work work towards it yeah i think that's a that's a fair point so maybe i just need <laughs> to learn to talk a bit slower like think before i um speak maybe that will help so isn't that what this podcast tries to help with how we so, yeah. communicate how we converse yeah yeah mm. yeah so yeah so that would be me and jay chow about you yeah one that people have mentioned to me and my sister a lot of times is how we will start a thought and then say oh yeah nah never mind yeah i can't deal with that because <laughs> 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 then you like you like baited someone and then you're like oh no <laughs> no so, so what's going on in my head is i i i think of this thought whatever it is that i want to say but then like right before i get to saying it my brain goes you know what, it's actually really dumb what you're trying to say. Like, it doesn't make sense or it, it's not going to be helpful or it's not contributing to the conversation. So then I go, oh, never mind. But yeah, I, I, I can understand why it's, uh, why it's really confusing, uh, annoying for other people. And I try not to do it anymore. Though I probably need some help. Yeah, I think I think that really pisses me off, though. 
yeah, do I still do it? Um, sometimes, sometimes. Oh. I wouldn't say like when I think about you that pops up, or your sister. I wouldn't say like that pops up to my mind. So mm. I guess not, not strongly. Yeah, yeah. So I think we've learned to dial down on that a bit. That's good. Well, yeah. So that was really cool. Uh, it was really great to hear everyone's pet peeves and the yarn about it. Um, and it's great to see that we all have a bit of self-awareness knowing that none of us are perfect and as much as we hate seeing certain things in other people hate. that... Such a strong word. <laughs> if there are things that other people do that annoy us, we know that we annoy other people too with what we do. So maybe you guys could tell us about your favorite pet peeves or things that you know you can work on. Uh, comment on our Instagram account uh, at the Kiwi Asian Podcast. Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.